This is The Dotted Line, 97.1 FM, 3MDR. Rich Davis has a new album out. The album is called Born in Nebraska. He joins me. Hey, Rich. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Dave? I'm excellent. Thank you very much. Congratulations on the album. This is like, this is so clever. Born in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Tell tell me about how this came about. Tell me tell me about the album. Um, well, I'm glad you think it's clever, Dave. Thank you. It, it was a passion project, I suppose. Of course, we've all had to rethink what we were going to do this year. And uh, we've all had to work out the means of which we can do anything, you know, if, if we can do anything. I thought, well, I'm going to make a, a an album of Bruce Springsteen songs. <laughs> And um, yeah, it was, I I had the idea for quite a while. I am a massive fan, of course. Probably talked about that before. I was going to say um, that that's a bit hard to guess, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, like um, the, the story, as you said, there's two albums, Born in the USA and Nebraska. Um, they were both written essentially out of the same pool of songs that Bruce was writing in the early to mid late '80s. He was in the middle of recording Born in the USA and things were going a little bit, you know, not right for him across a few areas. So he kind of retreats to his house and then makes on his home recording machine Nebraska just by himself. And the intention is they'll probably be just demos for when he gets back to the studio with the band. He gets back to the studio with the band and they say this wasn't happening in the way that he'd hoped. And he'd been what, carrying around this cassette tape in his jean pocket. Turns out that that was where the magic was for him. So uh, they, they get in touch with the best master engineer they can find. There's a loophole in the contract which allows them to release this uh, cassette tape that we'd, that we'd done at home, as long as it was over a certain number of uh, decibels. The master and engineer is able to just kick it over that line. And Nebraska comes out is a cult hit. But then, of course, when he finally got back to the studio with the band, out of that same pool of songs, was his biggest commercial album that, you know, the rest is history kind of thing. But then there's this, these two quite opposite facets of Bruce's work shown in such a small period of time and with such amazing understanding of the regular working class people in the world, uh, specifically in his, in his, in his home. Those those words, on born in USA and Nebraska, they are probably even more relevant now than even back in the day. So just you know, what to put something positive out in the world, having time to do it, I suppose, wanting to keep working. What was all going to do? I wanted to put something positive out there, and I thought that Bruce's songs were a beautiful way to do it. I had the concept of merging the two albums, doing Born in the USA in the acoustic stripped back story song form of Nebraska and I thought why not why not and uh, it kept me sane for a little while there whilst in lockdown <laughs> and and I I just wanted to honour like you know a really great artist in the folk tradition as well just in the way that you pass songs on you know I feel like these are worthy folk songs to be passed on not necessarily that you know anybody's you know who's Bruce Springsteen uh, you know of course these songs have been heard a lot, but um, through, through that sort of folk singer tradition, that I mean, even Bruce himself kind of did his secret session thing. Just 
interpreted these beautiful, very old songs uh, in a completely different way to um, other recorded versions of those songs uh, because that's 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 the way that folk music is interpreted. You know, just you put your own little stamp on it. There was a conceptual part of it, and then just a you know me as an artist part of it, and also just I am a total fanboy for Bruce. So um, if I was going to do some of my time, I may as well do it with like. A massive hobby of mine, which is being Bruce Springsteen fan, you know. So, yes. There it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, the, the complete honest truth of it all. You know? <laughs> it is. I've got to say, it is beautifully done. It's such a clever idea doing the whole of the Born in the USA album in the Nebraska style. It's just you know the uh-huh. Nebraska album style was such a clever idea. How how did you do it? Did you do it uh, at, just at home? Yeah, that was it. Um, I'd actually been separated from my recording here for quite a lot of lockdown. So I had actually just been reduced to sort of working with my notes on my phone and my, my little, um, like the phone app on the, the, the recording app on the phone, you know, like uh, just to capture ideas real quick, you know. Yep. So when I actually got reunited with my gear, it was just really nice, like just to be like able to, like those muscles, you know, just because I'd been so disconnected from what I'd known as my work every week. So it was just a really nice thing personally to be connected with my, my work again and just have it known myself and life, you know. And uh, yeah, it was almost just like a rejoice. <laughs> like, yay, I've got my equipment. And then singing some Bruce Springsteen songs just over the time that I'd been on that balcony in Selby in the winter, which is quite funny, actually, but I've been just sitting there. Uh, you'd hate this, but quite often strumming the banjo. Um, <laughs> but then, in amongst the writing and the strength and strumming the banjo, I had been in the back of my mind. You know, it was like I was following the Appalachian thread, you know, the Appalachian yeah. in music. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then, at the same time, kind of, every now and again, thinking... The seed of an idea, but going, okay, I've got four arrangements for Born in Nebraska, if I ever do it. And then just walking up and down the porch, strumming, thinking, yeah, yeah, that's maybe a good take on that other one. Hmm, I'll sit on that for a little while, you know. And that was the very seed of it. It was just an idea that might, might get, I was starting to think that I might do something with the idea since the year had changed. Because, you know, I thought I was going to be on the road with Low Road. Uh, we were definitely going to have released some new music this year. Yep. So it was all very different to what we were thinking the year was going to be. And I just thought, I don't want to be given completely into the existential crisis that I was having. I wanted to put something positive out <laughs> in the world. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> so it was, and it, even, yeah, maybe then it was just a way to feel connected and you know when it came out a couple of weeks ago now it was a really lovely feeling just to actually you know I got messages from folks that I haven't seen since before all this kind of stuff folks that I usually maybe just see at festivals or whatever but a community that that we you know you and I are both a part of that that is so dear um, that you know when you're waking up in the morning and you're your media, whatever, however it is, it seems just there's a lot of bad news at the moment, and quite often that can really affect your your faith in what you 
you know, humanity of sorts, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then you get that top up, you get that top up, you go to see your folk and roll band, you know, with the lagophones and you have a laugh and then we all have a dance, we smile and we somehow feel a bit lighter and, you know, and, and that's it. And then you have great conversations, meet new people, have a great time and are reminded that the world isn't just people like Donald Trump. You know what I mean? You remember there's something really lovely and beautiful happening in the world, and this is the lockdown life has 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 been difficult for that because there's been a lot of bad news, and you don't usually have your good ways of processing it. And uh, for me, it's it's going to these places, music festivals, etc. I'm a place of work that connecting with that beauty in community and what that means and to the soul, you know. So, yeah, the last couple of weeks with Born in Nebraska being out, it was just a nice way to remember that I was part of a better world than the one that I'd been worrying about, you know. <laughs> and I, th- I think I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm just the same as everybody at the moment. You know what I mean?
This is The Dotted Line, chatting to Rich Davis about his new album. The album is called Born in Nebraska. You mentioned your recording gear. You became uh, reunited with your recording gear. What's your recording gear? Got a nice little mic. Rode uh, NT2A, I think it is. Yep. That is my favourite one. And uh, I've got it into an ancient Mac. That was a battle, I'll tell you, getting that one to record an album. And a wee focus, right? Just a red thing. You know, um, yep. so we even, but we went, we went the full, you know, the way we even added tape from the four track machine that I've got, you know, like, because, uh, yeah. um, of course, Nebraska has got so much tape on it. So, yeah. Uh, and was recorded on a four track tape machine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that, and the big reverbs that he used as well, that was something that, well, you know, obviously there's a lot of detail in there that, you know, I wasn't going to go at this album without a complete respect because I am one of the, the Bruce devotees and I wasn't going to not make a record that was aware of, of a devotee's sort of respect, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but we went right in with um, the over-the-top reverbs and the tape hiss and that was it. Logic was a, a good place to, to dial in that that palette. Um yep. Because it had a little bit more control, I did consider actually going straight on the tape, but actually replicating or attempting to replicate that kind of sound was much easier to do on Logic and within my skill set as well. Hopefully, <laughs> so, yeah. Tell me about No Surrender. Got to say, this is a fantastic version of the song. Oh, thank you. I love that song. That's. I mean, I. I I really enjoyed performing that one. It was almost a love letter to my own band that I missed, actually, when I think about it. Um, <laughs> well, think about, like, uh, you know, it's it's almost sort of a summer of 69 kind of song, this one. I think many people can get something that they would repeat out of this one, whether it be a childhood sweetheart or just an old best friend or a breakup or, or their band that's stuck in lockdown on the other side of the city, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And uh, singing this one, yeah, there, you know, I felt it. Uh, I, was, I, I got a kick out of this one because there's a few folks mentioned, well, no surrender. I was like, ah, nice. I, I really, I was hoping that that one would go down good because, yeah, it was, uh, I was uh, feeling it. When we bursted out of class Had to get away from those fools We learned more from the I can feel my heart begin to pound You say it's hot and you just want to close your eyes And fall all your dreams down Well, we made a promise What we'd always remember No retreat, baby, no 
This is the dotted line, 97.1 FM, 3MDR, chatting to Rich Davis about his new album, Born in Nebraska. Where do I find the album? How do I get hold of a copy? Bandcamp, obviously, is the preferable way. Um, You know, that is the closest thing an artist has to a merch desk. Uh, All the other kind of formats um, just aren't as uh, good for the artist. Bandcamp preferably, but yeah, it's on all the major uh, kind of avenues for you to listen to your music. I'd be very honoured for your interest in what I'm doing. And if uh, if people are interested, this coming Friday is Bandcamp Friday, where the artist... Ah, it's this week. Yeah, yep. it's first Friday of the month, so uh, the artist yeah, gets right. all of the money from the sale if someone goes in this Friday and purchases yeah. it. So uh, yeah, you should do yeah. that. I've had lots of people come up to me in the past say that they actually 
purchased the record or, you know, you know, they, they purchase records on Bandcamp and then still actually listen to it on the streaming services just because it is handy for them, but they want to support the, the artists by doing it that way. You know what I mean? So uh, that's, that's lovely as well. You know what I mean? Like it's a very interesting time. I don't know if people realize too that, um, Bandcamp actually has a streaming service. If you purchase something on Bandcamp, you can then stream it as many hundreds of thousands of times as you want through their service. Massive, yeah, massive props to those guys. They seem to just really have a real respect for actual artists. Um, you know, um, you know that guy from Spotify is one of the few billionaires in the world. Um, you know, that's yeah. quite amazing, isn't that? You know what I mean? <clears throat> Mm. Um, considering how little artists actually get from that, you know. So uh, another track that I really liked on the album, Bobby Jean, with more Glockensfield than than you can poke a stick at. Oh, it's so sentimental though. Like, and I love, I love all. I mean, I, of course, I love Born in the USA as it was done, but I think um, Bobby Jean was one of the first. Tunes that I had an idea how I was going to go about it, and that could have been a couple of years ago when I think about it now. But I remember just thinking that would be such a killer ballad. And obviously, Bruce Springsteen made the right decision when he put Born in the US because it was such a massive hit, universally loved. He made all the right decisions. But for a little singer songwriter that just wanted to hear it like a ballad, I got to live that little. You know, um, ambition because uh, I just really like that song as a ballad. Um, and yeah, the Glockenspiel, I've always actually, even before I really knew much about Bruce Springsteen, I, I, for some reason, the Glockenspiel seems to have been in like every band I've ever been in. Uh, so that's gone over the low road. And, uh, and then, of course, the E Street Band often used the Glockenspiel. Glockenspiel, in fact, is officially on the pallet in Nebraska and I was I was keeping the rules straight. I could only use instruments that appeared on the, the Nebraska album. So when I'm took, I'm talking lead instruments, I had the harmonica, I had lead guitar, um, a bit of mandolin and I had Glockenspiel. So it was like, well fantastic because I you know, I love the Glockenspiel. <laughs> and Bobby Jean, yeah. And that that song just absolutely beautifully sentimental it's kind of like the cousin or something or the, the sibling even of uh, of no surrender yeah I, I really like that one yeah
This is the dotted line, chatting to Rich Davis of Rich Davis and the Low Road fame. Speaking of the Low Road, your band, Cover Me. When I heard your version on this album of Cover Me, it was like uh-huh. you're out front of your band there. Maybe it was that, maybe it was like a lager phone driven or something, which I think is actually a tambourine or something uh-huh. in this one, isn't it? It is but, a tambourine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because tambourine. Because you've got, because of your strict, uh, it's only the instruments that were on the brassica. There, there isn't a lager yeah, yeah. But whenever I heard it, That's I fun. saw your band and you out front cool. with all of, cool. you know, with the two lager phones going at the same time. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. That's still in my heart just thinking of that vision, to be honest, mate. I miss those guys. We've been doing Zoom chats, but. Yeah, that's different from, you know, sweating profusely with a you know, <laughs> couple of lagophones and a fiddle and a bass and, you know, all the hoo-ha that goes with that, you know. So, uh, yeah, Zoom chats have been actually, you know, how how amazing is it how just looking at somebody's face on a screen can really just lighten your, your week when you've been in lockdown, hey? But uh, I damn well would rather be... Um, on the stage with them, you know, <laughs> or standing on top of a table or whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My image of you doing this song with your band was just that. I'd forgotten. You probably would have been actually out in the crowd standing on top well, of a table singing yeah, it. it. So, yeah. Well, that's it. 
that's not going to happen for a while, that bit at least, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but whatever we have to do, we'll, we'll get out there and we'll, we'll try and keep just, you know, try and loving the world to try and it, for it to be a more loving place, you know, something like that. That's that's our agenda, you know. Uh, so we'll get out there in whatever means we can, whenever we can. Uh, but, you know, until then, we'll, you know, we'll do, we'll do our bit in our community, you know, just whatever way we're able. Well, the time to This is The Dotted Line. I'm chatting to Rich Davis. We are chatting about his new album just released, Born in Nebraska is the name of the album. Born in the USA, got to say, love this one, Mando-driven version of Born in the USA. <laughs> I'm glad you picked the, to play that one, actually. That's nice. Yeah, Born in the USA. Um, in fact, I think I even played it live on your show once, like the Maybe the only time I've ever played it. I think you did, yes. You know, talking about the folk tradition, um, that is such a folk song because it was such a massive hit and everyone hears that awesome anthem- anthemic chant and an amazing synth line. It, it keeps on getting played at like Republican rallies because they've completely like missed the point. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Springsteen, you know, he's that he's that patriotic yet critical kind of patriotic, if you know what I mean. He's like, you know, there is something beautiful to be the aspiration of that American dream of sorts, you know, but then completely disappointed at how it's not available to all. And I think, you know, that the whole the Born in the USA album highlights that alongside Nebraska, you know, where, where he's at with that. But 
Born in the USA, you know, it's a highly critical song of what happened to Vietnam generation. And it's a very, very beautifully written song that quite often is misunderstood. And I just really wanted to do my part as a folk singer on that song to highlight how beautiful the song, uh, the, the words are. So um, I, I actually held back from singing the chorus until I got all the verses out of the way because it was like the verses really are the heart of that song. Um, it's just what an amazing hook line. <laughs> you know, what an amazing song. It really is one of the greats. Um, but then, you know, yeah, almost in the Woody Guthrie um, tradition, you know, and the way it's written. So uh, I tried to bring that out whilst also just you know, relishing the opportunity to just be rocking out on that hook, which is just an awesome hook, you know. Yeah, um, oh, looking forward to hearing it myself, actually. <laughs> Born down in a dead man's town First kick and took a spinner Hit the crown In the market of all that's been Be too much to you spend Happy life just covering up now I'm a god in a Yeah. 